Transform the way you hunt with the all-new Bay Cellular Trail Camera connected by the Moultrie Mobile app. Moultrie Mobile's industry-best app gives you complete control over your camera settings, up-to-the-minute updates from the field, and other interactive scouting tools on your smartphone or computer. Features like weather forecast, advanced species recognition, interactive maps, and a whole lot more. For more information and to make your purchase, visit www.moultriemobile.com. Welcome to the Limhanger Turkey Hunting Podcast, where you're going to hear opinions and discussions from all aspects of the turkey hunting community. From legendary turkey hunters who hunted in military fatigues, to modern day turkey hunters embracing technology while maintaining the traditions passed along for generations. All are welcome at this roundtable conversation about one of the wariest creatures in the woods. That's the North American Wild Turkey. All right, guys, welcome to the Lem Hanger Turkey Hunting Podcast. Uh, you probably don't recognize this voice here, but my name is Joey Bell. Uh, and if you're familiar with Southern Ground Hunting, you know our friends here, Parker McDonald and uh, Matthew Reeves, uh, both hail from Alabama. Um, so what we decided to bring, you know, with, uh, with the Lem Hanger Podcast here is a kind of a roundtable view, a roundtable discussion, so to speak, on the world of turkey hunting. And we're probably going to hit all aspects of it. We're going to hit probably a little bit from the purist side of things and probably make our way all the way over to the guys that are embracing pretty new technology uh, and with whatever you can think of, shotgun shells, red dots, decoys. We're going to try to hit all aspects of it. Yeah. Um, but, of course, at the beginning of this thing, this was a, a spark in Parker McDonald's eye uh, last year. So, Parker, when you <laughs> were – drumming all of this up in your head for a turkey hunting podcast and these months that you've spent thinking about it even during deer season we all know because we know now that your your passion <laughs> is really turkey hunting and we don't talk about <laughs> we don't say the d word on here no more the so d, what the uh, d word i like that what, were, <laughs> what was your uh what were your first initial thoughts about creating this turkey hunting podcast dude i think it's hilarious that you uh you refer to a turkey hunting podcast the same way as some people would refer to like a pregnancy, like back when, back when she was just a sparkle in your eye, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, no dude. So I've, I've loved a turkey hunt for a long time. Um, like I know both of you guys have, um, last year I did a, I did a, like a single season slam thing where I, you know, went. I've never. It's never been anything that's been super important to me to get all the. What is it? The North American or U.S. subspecies. Uh, but I just kind of scheduled my season last year to to do that, and so I ended up driving to Wyoming um, from Texas. I shot my Rio in Texas, and I was wrapping up the whole slam with a Merriams in Wyoming, and so I was driving up to Wyoming from Texas, which is a long freaking way. Um, don't recommend that drive. And I don't know, man, it's just, it's so long and you're driving through the Midwest and you're like, it's so boring. There's no trees. Um, you're driving in, you know, kind of the hot time of year. So there's not like there's just deer around and it's just really a long, boring drive. And so I'm looking for turkey hunting podcasts, right? Like, um, I listen to my 
regular ones that aren't hunting related podcasts but then i've i'm i'm trying to get in the mood right like i'm going to kill my my last turkey in this single season slam i'm trying to get in the dang mood for it so i i'm looking all over the place for turkey hunting podcasts and i'm just struggling to find many of them that i can that i feel like i can relate with like there's there's a lot of turkey hunting podcasts out there but um i didn't feel like Man, if I could, if I could put the the turkey hunting community, I'm divide them into almost two subcultures. There's like this new age of turkey hunters, and then there's this very traditional group of turkey hunters, and it seems like they clash on a lot of levels. And so you're gonna find podcasts that really kind of identify in this in this faction, and then you find another podcast that really leans more towards this other style or subculture within the turkey hunting community and I thought man like that I'm not I don't feel like I belong in either one of those things and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are kind of the same way like um man I I love I love the the poetic nature of turkey hunters when they talk about turkeys like I think it's really cool and I'm a creative myself too so really think that um, it's, it's neat to see, like, to hear men, like grown men with beards, um, <laughs> writing poems about a bird that gobbles, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's kind of cool. I think the creativity <laughs> flow is really neat. Uh, but at the same time, you have this same subgroup of turkey hunters that almost seems like they're trying to make me feel bad about killing a turkey, right? Like, like, I, I appreciate the quote and I understand the meaning behind the quote of wanting to breathe life back into that gobbler. But man, I'm be telling. I'm be honest with you. I, I'm thankful that I killed every single turkey that I've killed. You know what I mean? I wish I could have killed every single one that I heard gobble. Um, and so, like, I, I really wanted to create this podcast as a uh, way to share share the hunt, share what we do, share the passion behind what we do, um, and and share it in its rawness. Right? Like, we're not gonna hide the fact that we are trying to kill turkeys right in the woods and and we're trying to help the listeners get better we're trying to do all that stuff um but we're going to do it with caution because at the same time we do respect the animal we respect the um man all the the people who have gone before us in the turkey hunting community uh, who have made it what it is today i mean they've had a big part in that and so i don't want to forsake those traditions and uh so that's kind of what i want to want to do in this podcast and like like you said joey you know like like man we just want this to be a roundtable discussion and um that's why like when i think of i could there's not three people who are probably more different from each other just if you were to line us all up and put our put our uh mm-hmm. college degree college educations and our majors which i wouldn't have one because i don't have one of those college degrees um, but like that you wouldn't like stylistically, we're all three different, just all across the board. Uh, but we're here and, you know, Matt, I think you're, um, you bring like this really cool element of being a, a forester with your job. Um, and so your job is in the outdoors yet. You decide to spend all your free time in the outdoors as well. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and it seems like you just have a good time doing it. Yeah, it's it's fun and it's funny you say that. Uh, when I was in school, a lot of people were saying that, "Hey, once you get 
to working in the woods all the time. You're not gonna want to be in the woods, you know, hunting, sure. fishing, whatnot. Well, that that hasn't bit me yet. I'm I'm you know there you still are. still early in my career, but enjoying it. But now I'm I'm tickled to death to be here to discuss with you guys. Like Parker said, you know, we're here to talk about killing turkeys, and you know, we're gonna do that. Like you said, in a respectful manner, and for me respect on a on a turkey is is huge um i'm i'm really big on that not to the point of it getting weird um which a lot of people have made it made it pretty weird what are you and talking about well um, like like yuck. what like what matt what have you seen done? just I, I you know i like petting dogs you know and just like dogs are fun to pet but i've seen people like petting these turkeys and i mean i like to touch the feathers but they're like crying wiping their tears off the feathers you know and it's just <laughs> it's weird it's, it's weird um so we're here not to say you know don't not necessarily don't do that if that's your cup of tea that's fine um but that's not who we are um but uh we're here to get mad at them and kill them and keep killing them you know it's like you said if i heard a turkey gobble i want to go kill it but also try to figure out how to keep killing them you know what i mean like yeah like how to preserve the bird and protect the bird so that we have the opportunity to keep doing it like what you're not saying is you're not saying like we're, we don't care about conservation we don't care about absolutely we care about those things those are like the utmost of importance right for this bird that yep. is in a super fragile state uh but at the same time like like we ain't gonna cry you know the phrase don't cry over spilled milk don't cry over a dead turkey like that's why we're there man and it's fun and it gets our blood pumping joey i know you don't really give a flip about about a deer or any other kind of wildlife like you're pretty much just you live for that uh for spring yeah i do it never turns off for me and uh sometimes I think uh, I'll I'll probably mention it in conversations to come, but uh, it it's it's almost like it didn't even turn down this year. Like ever since it ended last season, I've just been raring to go, and it gets it gets worse every year. And there's uh, there's guys there's plenty of guys like that uh, out there, and uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about those guys too. And you know we're. Like you said, we're not here to breathe life back into him. But I, whenever I do get a gobbler down, I'm not breathing life back back into him. But I wish there was a dozen more just like him That's lined right. up That's right, right behind him. Uh, but um, it's um, but the culture thing, you know, that's kind of what brought me into turkey hunting um, because of one, it was just different than deer hunting, and uh, it, uh, it it they there are some guys out there that romanticize it maybe a little bit too much. It seems like, or at least maybe too much for my taste, but I do like that aspect of it. Like I just don't get that connection with deer hunters that I do with Turkey hunters. Like the stories are just different when you tell a Turkey story versus a deer story. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I fully agree with that. Like Turkey hunting, there's tra- different, like I have more traditions in the turkey woods than I do in the deer woods. Like one that thing that holds near and dear to my heart is every every year on the opening day, me and my dad hunt together. Uh we've been doing that for I think this may be our twentieth year or last year may have been our twentieth year. I, I can't recall. But that's that's what I do. That's that's something special to me. That's something I'll always 
hold. And you'll always hear somebody say, you know, there's nothing like a spring morning. Well, they, they truly, truly mean that. And you don't, you won't understand it until you experience it. And uh, I, I had a buddy who's now obsessed with turkey hunting. I took him last year and he always wondered why I missed fishing tournaments to go turkey hunting. Thought that was just ridiculous. Well, now he's going to be missing fishing tournaments this year <laughs> to go turkey hunting. So that just shows you the the bug that can bite you uh, through the turkey hunting and what you what you can love and what you can gain from it. And Joey, I know it eats up at you. And to to put things into perspective for you guys on like the three the three of us who are, are talking right now. Um, like I said, I'm a forester. Um, Joey, he identifies as a turkey, literally on LinkedIn. If y'all look him up, <laughs> he identifies as a turkey. But or, not or, or, or is it a turkey hunter? hunter. It's a turkey yeah, hunter. That's okay. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> that's it's how I identify. <laughs> it's just awesome what we what we've got. We've got Joey who identifies as a turkey hunter. Parker, who's a man of many talents, um, design, everything, and then myself as a forester. Which, I appreciate that, Matt. That was sweet. Oh, hey, you that you was are sweet dude. Of you to say that. You you are. Um, and so that's why it's cool that we're here, you know, putting all our knowledge together to give you all the best that we have. Um, and going back to what Parker said on our conservation, I see all all different kinds of of timber tops, forestry. And so as as we talk on this podcast, I'll be able to, you know, kind of give you all some intel on where I see the most populations, you know, turkey habitat and whatnot, and just actually some really cool stories. I think at some point during this uh, series this year, we're going to be telling some stories and some of our experiences. So that'll be really, really neat to dive in because I, I love telling the story. I love listening to the stories, and hopefully y'all will gain some knowledge from that. But I mean, it's just, it's going to be a fun one. Matt, you, um, talking about stories and that's one thing that, especially in turkey hunting, it gets me fired up because turkey hunting stories to me are where tactics are drawn from. Um, you hear a good turkey hunting story and you remember the tactics that if it was a good storyteller, you remember those tactics that he's talking about, like um, Gallberry Joe on the old pro tur- turkey hunter. If you're a serious turkey hunter, you know the story of Gallberry Joe. I remember those tactics from hearing the story about that hunt, and so I'm just a sucker for talking to guys who are absolute turkey killers, um, the type of guys that uh, know how to tell a story. And I feel like as a listener, as as a co-host, and also somebody who's going to be absorbing this knowledge as well from the guys that were the people that we get on this podcast, I just feel like, um, man, this is going to be a really cool opportunity because as these people share these stories, some of them may even be Joey, you telling us a story or Matt, you telling us a story or me telling a story from what's happened this season. Um, man, I just don't feel like there's a better way to learn and to uh, just such a, a good um, resource to draw from as a turkey hunter than hearing another guy's stories. And so, yeah, a good turkey, a good turkey hunting story almost sounds like a war story. Yeah, you know, battle battle movements and terrain and all these other things. It's what it, when I hear a good turkey story, I I do hear or I visualize you know an old man telling a story about WW two. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, and, and uh, you know, just sitting there telling telling that type of story. So it that's uh, bombs going off, and it's actually a hen, yeah. a hen going crazy yeah, yeah. over here. Hen that got between you and that gobbler and toted him off somewhere. All kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, I, but everybody loves a good turkey story. I think. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I am jacked up about this season. I'm fired up about Limb Hanger, and um, man, I, I really think that for the listeners listening to this, man, give it a shot. Episode one is coming up right here. We're talking about turkey scouting with Catman. That's a cool episode. It was a lot of fun recording that with our buddy Jonathan from Tennessee, also known as Catman Outdoors. So look forward to that. It's coming at the end of this week. But uh, yeah, welcome to Limb Hanger. Hey, thanks for listening to the Limhanger Turkey Hunting Podcast. Hope you tune in next week for another great conversation about our favorite bird in the woods as the wild turkey. We'll talk to you guys next week.